0: Chicago Public Schools took steps over the last two years to limit the role of police in school discipline. It's in response to complaints that Black and Latino children are over-policed for routine disagreements and teenage behavior. And it's part of a bigger effort to move away from suspensions and arrests to peace circles and talking out problems. But reducing police in schools has proven to be complicated, especially with students returning to class in person this year and school shootings on everyone's mind. WBEZ's Sarah Carp. Has more. The effort to limit the role of police in Chicago public schools gained steam in the summer of 2020. Police do not belong, in school. Most Chicago public high schools had two officers assigned to them, and advocates long complained. They pointed to research showing police in schools lead students into the school-to-prison pipeline. Then, in 2020, fresh from protesting the police killing of George Floyd. Teens and activists were fired up. They wanted all officers out. That didn't happen. Three ayes and four nays. This motion has failed adoption. But the Chicago Board of Education told elected councils at each school to decide if they wanted police officers to stay. Last year, the district offered schools money for alternatives to police. And so, when Chicago Public Schools returned this year, the police presence was cut by a third. Many schools had no officers at all. This was part of a big change for the school district. You know, I'll start by saying we've learned a lot at Chicago Public Schools about how we approach safety. Janine Chow is the head of safety and security for the school district. For years now, she and others preached a restorative approach, talk problems out, heal, and learn. And through the years, schools stopped regularly turning to police. New data shows a downward trend of police involvement continue this year. There were 350 calls from high schools last fall, down from about 570 calls two years ago. I think the mindset shift has now moved towards, here's a situation. How can we help this young person? How can we work with the school community to be more supportive? But the transition has been complicated. For schools that were well on their way to implementing restorative justice, it was more seamless. Armando Rodriguez is the principal of Sarah Good High School in Ashburn on the southwest side. The sprawling school removed both police officers. Years ago, he started training his entire staff, from the teachers to the cafeteria workers, on how to respond to behavior in ways that support students they learn de-escalation and responding with empathy. If we hear something on social media or that somebody says something about another kid and the kid comes all upset, they send this to me and I'm gonna get it if I see it. For us, it's kind of, okay, let's get on it right away. If we see, you know, we do the pit circle. If we do see that don't work, we bring the parent. And then also we can have pit circles even with other parents and the students. So all together here to try to solve the problem. At schools without a head start on restorative justice, the transition hasn't been so smooth. Shures on the northwest side logged the most calls to police in the 2018-2019 school year, the last full year before the pandemic. David Marshall is a teacher rep on the Shures local school council. Most people in the school, I think, want more mental health services for the students. The school took the radical step of removing both police officers last year. But the extra support promised in exchange has been slow to materialize. Because we've only used talking circles at our school like once this year, a meaningful way. And we haven't had any like curriculum or time to like teach the students how to do it. It's been a lot more like small group and piecemeal. Marshall says the restorative justice coordinator was hired right before school started and left before the end of the year. And the social worker didn't get hired till midway through the year. Hyde Park High School on the south side is also trying to make the shift. The school didn't involve its one police officer in student discipline even once this past fall, according to CPS data. Principal Antonio Ross says it's partly the change in mindset, but it's also a change in the rules. Last year, the code of conduct was revised. Police now can only intervene in limited circumstances when there's an imminent threat to safety. It's very, very narrow, but you know, uh, what it did for us is um, it really forced us to make sure that we are doing things the right way. The police officers shouldn't be involved in the day-to-day interactions with students. Still, Ross wants the officer around to monitor outsiders in neighborhood situations. Now that there are fewer police in schools and they aren't called on as much, students from a range of schools say they can feel the difference, and they say that's good. Jamal Ray, who just graduated from Curie High School on the southwest side, says he long wanted the police gone. We don't we don't want that trauma because a lot of people have experienced different situations with police officers and it wasn't well. So we have people will be saying F the police, da, 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 da. But there have been lockdowns at many schools this year due to neighborhood incidents. And recently a student was caught with a gun on Curie's campus. Ray says this caused him to rethink his position a bit. He now wants police near the school to protect students. And in fact, Chicago Public Schools is in discussions with the police department to assign roving units to travel between schools. Sarah Harp, WBZ News.